0: It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition truth is older than language but the word of god is way deeper than any human language and now apostle grace with
1: the word lord i need you oh.
0: Corinthians chapter 3. Let's begin from the 12th verse. If you're there, you say, Amin. Hallelujah. Alright, we're going to read a long one, but it's important for us to read it. Somebody say, The Spirit of the Lord is working in my life. The the in my life. Say, the power, my life. the power of God is working in my life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Say, I cannot be Disadvantaged. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Seeing then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Seeing then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech. Next line says, That and not as Moses. Which put a veil over his face. That the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished. Which is abolished. Which is abolished. Of that which is abolished. And the Bible says. But their minds were blinded. For until this day remaineth the same veil untaken away in the reading of the. In the reading of the word. Old Testament. Which veil is done away in Christ. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Say amen. Amen. Say, now the Lord is that spirit. spirit. And And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Say it again. Now the Lord is that Spirit. Amen. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Hallelujah. The Lord is, the Lord is that Spirit. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For those of you who know where these verses begin from, Paul was giving an analysis of the glory of the two churches. Hallelujah. And he speaks of the ministration of the Old Testament and the ministration of the Spirit. And he says, if the ministration of condemnation be glory, okay, much more does the ministration of righteousness exceeding glory. Give me the amplified of that. For if the service that condemns. Listen. The service that condemns. The service that condemns. That is called the ministration of doom. Hard glory. How infinitely more abounding in splendor and glory. Must be the service that makes righteous. The service that makes righteous. The service that makes righteous. The service that makes righteous that is the ministry listen that produces and fosters righteous living and right standing with god there are two ministries here there's a ministry that fosters condemnation and is for condemnation are you with me many people don't understand this <laughs> that any man in the first adamic nature is not predominantly a sinner because of what they've done i don't know if you understand what i'm saying when adam fell the bible tells us that all men were regarded sinners after that you understand not because the bible says they had not sinned in the similitude of adam but even so the bible says death reigned the bible says from adam to moses even over them that had not sinned after the manner or the similitude of Adam's transgression who is the figure of him which was to come they had not sinned in the manner of Adam but they had sinned that is why we all know that we're born sinners don't you understand that? when your child is born immediately they're innocent but they're sinners are you hearing me? so you'll ask me the ultimate question when they go to hell okay well the bible says in the days of ignorance God will wink in the sense if they do not have the opportunity to hear the gospel, God will not judge them. That's where the catch is. Your grandfathers who never saw white men, those are okay, they'll go to heaven. Because <laughs> in the days of ignorance, God winks. You understand? But now the Bible says He commanded all men to what? Everywhere to repent. Now let's go back to the issue. Because of one man's sin, the Bible says sin came into the world and death reigned because of that one man's sin do you understand it's romans five twelve. give me the the message you know the story of how the bible says listen obviously says this, adam landed us in the dilemma we're in first sin then death and no one exempt from either sin or death okay now amplify it he says for Therefore, let's read. Therefore, as sin came into the world through one man, and death as the result of sin, so death spreads to all men, no one being able to stop it or to escape its power, because all men sinned. Are you seeing that? In other words, even if if your baby has been born, they have sinned. Not because they've literally done the act. But because they are born after the nature of the first Adam. I don't know that you understand. If you never understand the sin concept. You can never understand the righteousness concept. And you can never walk in freedom. Many people don't understand sin. Many people think sin. Predominantly is only what a man does. Listen. When we were born from our mother's wombs. We were regarded sinners. We did not sin in the manner of Adam. But we were regarded sinners. And death reigned. That is why people die. That is why babies die. That is why young people die. Why? Because sin was regarded on them. Now when you start to think about it from that perspective. Your eyes will start to open to something more deeper. And intricate about this. Hallelujah. Sin is not necessarily what is done. By a man. Are you with me? You understand? Now. Next, next verse, let's read the next verse, verse 12. To be sure, sin was in the world before ever the law was given, but sin is not charged to men's account where there is no law. It was in the world. It was in the world. Sin was in the world. But sin, present continuous, next line. But sin is not charged to men's account where there is no law. It is not. The Bible does not say it was not. It's a principle eternal. That God does not count sin where there is no law. Sin was in the world. But it was not accounted. You understand? Abraham could lie. And the Bible says when men tried to hit on Sarah. God punished them. Who would have said that? No. Abraham is the one which has what? Which has lied. But then the law had not come. So God did not have a standard by which he judged Abraham. Do you understand? If you preach the grace message and you don't put in the souls of men that it means to sin, then you have not yet preached it. Even though it's not what you mean, but it's what it will appear to a man who is canon. Do you understand? It's not so. No, in fact, it teaches us to deny. It teaches us, it teaches us to deny all and what? and godliness and worldly lusts that's what the grace of god does it teaches it teaches it teaches you understand it teaches but you see the way god does his stuff is not the way men want you see there's a way men understand how god should do things and there's a way god wants to do things and sometimes if men don't understand how god does things they will judge Men who do things the way God wants to do. You see, God doesn't want you to be righteous on your terms. God wants you to be righteous on his terms. If you want to do it the godly way, you'll get results. If you do it your own way, you'll not get results. Are we together? So, let's go back. I'm still explaining. Next verse. Yet death held sway from Adam to Moses, the lawgiver. Even over those who did not themselves transgress a positive command, as Adam did. Adam was a type prefigure of the one who was to come in reverse. The former, destructive. The latter, read it again. The former, the latter, again. The former, and the latter, saving. Next verse. But God's free gift is not at all to be compared. To the trespass his grace is out of all proportion to the fall of man for listen if many died through one man's falling away his lapse his offense much more profusely did god's grace and the free gift that comes through the undeserved favor the one man jesus christ abound and overflow to and for the benefit of many some people say The road to heaven is narrow. And that's the truth. But they think that it means very few people are going to go to heaven. Listen, if fewer people go to heaven, then God will have lost. And I don't think God can lose. He never fails. 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 fails. We shall see more people in heaven than they are in hell. I believe it. I believe it. Even if I was God, I would still win. Hallelujah. Give the message of that. 15. He says, Yet the rescuing gift uh-huh, is not exactly parallel to the death dealing sin. If one man's sin put crowds of people at the dead end, a beast of separation from God, just think what God's gift poured out. Through one man, Jesus Christ can do. Next verse. There is no comparison between that death dealing scene and this generous life giving gift. The verdict on that one scene was the death sentence. The verdict of the many scenes that followed was this wonderful life sentence. It is incomparable. Jesus will save more than the devil destroyed. I'll say it again Jesus will save more than the devil destroyed. It cannot be compared. It cannot be compared are you hearing me now God draws two ministries he says that there's a ministration of condemnation this ministry condemns right and he says for if the ministration of condemnation is glorious okay give me the amplified of that you'll love it better read uh-huh for if the service that condemns the ministration of doom had glory how infinitely more abounding in splendor and glory must be the service that makes righteous. The ministry that produces and fosters right living and right standing. It fosters. It fosters. You see, the other one, you're born and it it forces you to be a sinner before you sin. But, To some men, it is fair that they accept it that way and they don't accept this one. I don't know if you understand. If an innocent baby can die because of the sin of Adam, why is it so hard for you to believe that God can refuse to impute sin on a man who is in Christ? Why why does it hurt you? Think about it. A baby could die because of the sin of Adam. And we are okay with it. You understand? But we don't appreciate that there is no condemnation to them which are in Christ. Oh, we put conditions of condemnation. We find it so hard to believe the effects of Christ than the effects of the devil. Today we know so much about what the devil can do than what Jesus Christ can do. We appeal to the power of the devil more than God. And that is wrong. The other one is life destroying. This one is life saving. And God said these two ministries are incomparable. Somebody say amen. Amen. Now the Bible says this was the ministry of condemnation. But even in that he said there was a glory. Right. But the Bible says that the service of this other ministry. That ministry that produces. It produces and fosters righteous living and right standing with god the bible says it is way deeper what does the next verse say the next verse says indeed in view of this fact what once had splendor that is the glory of the law in the face of moses don't forget this underline that the glory of the law in the face of moses has come to have no splendor at all because of the overwhelming glory that exceeds and excels it. The glory of the gospel in the face of Jesus. So there are two ministrations. The first ministration is the glory of the law in the face of Moses. The second ministration is the glory of the gospel in the face of Jesus. The, the one of Moses had a glory. But he said that this cannot be compared. Give me the message of that. 310, 310, 310. 310 bright as the old government was, it would look downright dull alongside this new one. It is dull. It is dull. Next verse now. Amplify For if that which was but passing and fading away came with splendor, much more must that which remains and is permanent. It remains and is permanent. It shall abide more, the Bible says, in glory and Splendor! It will abide more. It will will supersede. Why? Because it is permanent. Are you hearing me? Next verse. Since we have such hope. Now you see where we began from. I, I had not planned to go back. But I tried to go back. For some of you who don't know where this is coming from. So now it says. Since we have such glorious hope. Such joyful confident expectation. We speak very freely. And openly. And fiercely. Somebody say I speak freely. Somebody say, I speak freely. freely. Say, I speak openly. I speak speak fearlessly. Hallelujah. Now, the next verse. No, do we act like Moses, who put a veil over his face, so that the Israelites might not gaze upon the finish of the vanishing splendor which had been put upon it. Right? In fact, their minds were grown hard, and this is the thing, calloused, When they become dull and lost the power of understanding. Are you seeing what happens? Their minds were grown hard and callous. They had become dull and had lost the power of understanding. For until this present day. When the Old Testament. That is the Old Covenant is being read. Every time the Covenant is being read. The Bible says the same veil still lies on their hearts. Not being lifted to reveal that in Christ. It is made void and done away with. Next verse. Yes, down to this very day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies upon their minds and their hearts. In other words, every time Moses is read, a veil comes and hits men's what? Minds and then the what? Their hearts. Are you hearing me? Now, somebody will say, what does it cover? Let me explain this. What makes the spirit world mystery is because there is a certain kind of darkness that veils things you understand? that veils things I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to tell you there's a certain kind of darkness that veils things any man or woman who has been in the spirit realm you'll understand certain things can only be revealed by light In fact, everything in the spirit can only be revealed by light. You understand? The essence of his word, for example, he speaks of a place where he says that his word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. The entrance of your word, the Bible says, he brings light. The essence of illumination is for men to see. It's for men to see. There can never be true knowledge if a man doesn't see in the spirit. If you don't see in the spirit realm and you claim to know knowledge, that is head knowledge, it's not experience. And many Christians suffer from that disease. Where what they have in their head is not experienced by the spirit. Are you with me? Are you with me? So the essence of the gospel is to throw light. You understand? That is why when he's praying for the people in Ephesians, he says that the eyes of your understanding... Will be flooded or illuminated with light. And what happens? That you may know. When illumination comes you know. The knowledge that comes after illumination. Is different from the knowledge that comes in just simply the mind. The human mind. Some people they receive in their head. And they say ah I think I've understood it. But because your head has received it I mean that you've understood it. True knowledge is when something light is cast onto that which must be seen. Are you seeing how God relates? So he says the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know. Enlightened that you may know. Enlightened that you may know. When a man picks knowledge from illumination. That man functions way deeper in the spirit realm. Than a man who is speaking without illumination. And I've seen many people who can can create discourse. Open discourse without experience. The Bible says in uh, I think St. Peter chapter 2 something about 19 he speaks of men the Bible says who 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 promised freedom liberty by they themselves are in what he, he was he was trying to define a certain group of people ministers many a time Who every time the Bible says they promise people liberty? You're free, you're going to do this. This is happening in your life. But the Bible says, But they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, of the same is he brought in bondage. Because the opposite of liberty is being overcome by something. Give me the amplified of that. He says, They promise people liberty when they themselves are the slaves of depravity and defilement. Listen, for by whatever anyone is made inferior, worse or overcome to that person or thing he's enslaved they're not free but they teach freedom they're not free but they teach freedom they're not free but they teach freedom and the bible says now whatever anyone is made inferior or worse or is overcome to that person or thing he's enslaved whatever is makes you inferior Whatever appears to overcome you. Whatever puts you in a worse situation. That has power over you. And it enslaves you. What does the next verse say? The next verse say, For if after they have escaped, listen, the pollutions of the world through the full personal knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus. That is a pygnosis, They again become entangled in them and are overcome. Their last condition is worse for them than the first. The beginning of salvation is the life of freedom the bible says god has delivered us from darkness into his marvelous life that's the beginning of salvation salvation means that you're free for whoso the sun sets free is free indeed hallelujah but you see here's the challenge the bible says that god has aligned the as a portion for every child of god who comes in salvation you understand but in verse 20 he says that For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world, listen, through the full personal knowledge of our Lord Jesus, the Savior, they again become entangled in them and are overcome. Their last condition is worse for them than the first. So you start to look at people, when they became born again, life became harder. Before they knew God, they were rich. Before they knew God, they were happy. Before they knew God, everything was working out right. Before they knew God, everything was moving smoothly. When they entered church, they started to die. Let me tell you, child of God, the beginning of salvation, you understand, is freedom. But because of the wrong teachings that are in church, people literally come self and free and then men put them under bondage. It's not the other way around. It's not the other way around. It's not the other way around. That is why when the Bible says that now that you've been set free. You understand? Now that you you know that you're free. You see the scriptures are very clear. They give an experience of saying that when you're born again. God gives you the deliberation to understand. That you're free. He says stand therefore in the liberty wherewith thou has been set free. And be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage. You understand? Read Galatians 5.1. What does it say? Stand. Read. First Therefore, uh-huh, in the liberty where with Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. This is my pain. The beginning of salvation is supposed to be telling men stand fast in the liberty where with Christ has made you free, and be not again brought to bondage again. Because the beginning of salvation is freedom. He has delivered us from darkness. Into his marvelous light. But when people come to church. The beginning. The beginning of service is demons. Come on. Listen. The Bible says that if a man is born again. He becomes a new creation. The old is past. Whether generational curses. The old is past whether they have sent witchcraft in their family, he says, therefore, if any, whether he's a witch doctor's son, any, whether he was the chief witch doctor, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new and all things are of God. When you become born again, Every single of you is of God, your body is of God, your mind is of God, your business is of God, your marriage is of God, your ministries of God. every single of you is born of God. Then you come in church, and then we take you to bondage. first service, you know when you become born again. There are some things you cross over with. This can be generational curses. From your father, from your grandfather, from your great grandfather. For example, if your father was a thief, and then you got a curse, and then they quote certain scripture. You understand? They quote wrong scriptures, wrong scriptures, wrong scriptures, very wrong scriptures. Very wrong scriptures. For God is a jealous God who curses to the third and fourth generation so the, the curses of god go to the fourth third and fourth generation but you see that is a problem with religious spirits they leave out the weightier issues what does the last line say that those one two three four five words of them that hate me now can anybody born of god hate god because the Bible says the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. When you become born again, you become a lover of God. Are you together? When you become born again, you become a lover of God. The hope that maketh not the because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. When you become born again, the Holy Spirit enters you. And when the Holy Spirit gets into your system, he's a lover. But they quote that scripture god curses the third and first generation for them that hate they get out that line so they begin teaching you from the generation of four generations so the curse of your father your great-grandfather it is the one following you that is why in your family you're not getting born again if any man be in christ he is a new creation behold the mucasas are past and now the new
1: and all
0: are of God So how can you bring me In our family we don't get married Which family Which family Which family Which family do you belong to You see we also need to define that very clearly You're still a musoke You're still a Come on you're a new creation. you've entered the kingdom of God. You're in a heavenly family. How can you fail? Somebody once told me, Apostle, I'm a fighter. I asked her why. In my family, they, we all we see, we, we all get diabetes, but me have refused it. I said, "You, we. <laughs> you, we who? Did you hear Paul suffering from diabetes? Did you hear Peter with a hypertension? Come on somebody. Come on somebody. Your family changed. The blood inside your veins is different. The thing inside your body is different. Now, when you become born again, you're free. For who saw the sun sets free is free indeed. The Christian comes free and then we take them to bondage first day that's why you're not prosperous come and you know, as a man sinketh, so is he. So you receive it in your spirit. And then they start to give you examples of, of things you can see. Look at how your money goes. Look at how your marriage. Even a man left you last time. Listen, they just live by faith. We, we carry faith. The faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. I tell people, there are two things the devil beats Christians every time. And if you ever defeat those two things, you'll never be beaten by the devil again. Never. You'll always have an advantage. You remember the story of Peter? How he told the Lord Jesus that if you be Lord, bid me that I come. And Jesus told him what? Come. And the Bible says, and as he walked on the water, and then he saw the winds boisterous. The Bible says he was afraid. And then he what? Read. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried out saying, Lord save me. Amplified. Listen. Read. But he perceiving and felt the strong wind. He was frightened and he began to sink. You see that? He perceived and felt. Anything you perceive and feel, it can kill you. Because the devil can only play your tricks on you two things. If he can't make you feel pain, he'll make you see pain. If he can't make you feel death, he will make you see it. Perception. If you cannot be frustrated in perception, and you can refuse the testimony of feeling, there is no death that devil can ever beat you. No death. Because he functions on those two things. What he wants you to see and what he makes you feel. We still have Christians who wake up in the morning and then they say, I have a headache. I have a headache. Take me to hospital. Take me to hospital. You understand? I have. Take me to hospital. Take me to hospital. Call my children. Call my children. You understand? Then the devil says, I got this one. kere." The devil says, I've got this one. I've got this one. When the Bible says that we walk by faith, By faith, by faith. Listen, even when you feel headache. That's why we used to sing back in those years, we said, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I see. Come on. I'm not moved by what I feel. Hallelujah. I'm not moved by what
1: I feel. Hallelujah. I am moved by the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. I am moved by the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. That's it. That's it.
0: move by what you feel you don't how could he feel the wind how could could he feel the wind and then the Bible says he gets frightened and then it starts to sink he just sees the wind he sees and feels if Peter was blind he would have taken a few more steps physically blind he would have taken a few more steps sometimes there is judgment in seeing too much if we don't have the stability To hold on truth That is why the essence of the word Is to change your lenses You start seeing things The way God sees them Are you hearing me People say it is black You say no it is not black It is white They say there is a casting down You say nada There is a raising up Everything they say You say opposite Why? Because that is what the word of God says Now look They teach you Now you Don't you see that your marriage has failed Even your sister's marriage failed Even your other sister's marriage failed Then you enter the family Then they say Ah, Now if you want deliverance Put up your hand Then they put up Then they cast out Listen Before you know it Like the scriptures say They begin in freedom And then they pollute themselves Back into what? Bondage They corrupt themselves. Verse 20. They corrupt themselves. The Bible says, For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world, through the epignosis of our Lord and Savior Jesus, they again become entangled in them, and they are overcome, and their last condition is worse for them than the first. You start to realize that you get more problems when you become Christian than you are. Then they also give an explanation and say, No. There you see, when you are born again, when you're a baby, God gives you everything. Then, when you start to grow up, God says, ha! Start digging for yourself. Uh, you see that concept? They say that if somebody, like a baby, they say, okay, it's a spiritual baby, so you're fed, you're breastfed, everything. So they say. Now, when you grow up, God tells you, you, "Know what? Start feeding yourself, start laying your bed." And then they say, "You should." That's what salvation is. You begin it simply, but as you continue in the faith, things become harder, and they become harder, and they become harder. And I tell them, "No, the path of the just shines brighter and brighter and brighter, and to a perfect day." The Bible says, "From glory to glory to glory to glory to the very fullness to that state of our Lord Jesus." Salvation is supposed to be easier today than it was yesterday you're supposed to smile today Better, why did Jesus die thank you he says the, the devil the thief comes but to steal kill and destroy he says but I am come Give me the amplifier give me the amplifier he says the theme comes only only in order to steal kill and destroy he says i came that they may what have and enjoy life and have it in what abundance the food till it what till it overflows Satan, even the people under you they start enjoying your blessing You you start to overflow. But even if you don't, you don't do like this. You still occur, and that is why, when that overflow starts to happen, everybody attached to you starts to share of your grace. That is what Paul says in Ephesians. For he tells them that ye are all partakers of my grace, partakers of my grace, partakers of my grace. grace. Because he has got in a place where his, the anointing on him is too full that it starts to have effect on everyone around him and that's it. Let me tell you, some people are in the graces of other men. And you should never be proud. <laughs> he says, even as it is meant for me to think this for you all, because I have you in my heart, in as much as both in my bones, and in the defense of the confirmation of the gospel, he says, ye all are partakers. Of my grace, there's something coming out of this spirit that men partake. That's what the overflow does. You sit around a poor man and he becomes rich. I don't know if you understand. You have not rebuked a devil. No, the grace on you is sufficient. We want to get to a point where somebody comes here and they tell you, "Me in our family, that we don't get married." You just tell them, "Put down my ring for two seconds." They put it on poo, and that's it. They become a partaker of your grace. Without even praying. Yes, Philippians. Without even praying. No. You just give them your ring for seconds and you tell him put it on. Give it back to me. Go and get married. Listen. Cows produce cows. Married people produce married people. Why don't you understand? One time there was a woman I phoned somewhere. And, and she had spent... Months sleeping in church with her husband, the landlord had fired her. The Lord told me, You're blessed now. He, no, God is amazing. I was in a meeting, God told me, You're too blessed. You see that woman, yes, she has been sleeping in this church for months. Call her, I say, Come. So, the Lord tells me, Also, oh, husbands, always your husband, they come. I say, Okay, so you've been sleeping in the church, yes, you've been sleeping in the church for how many months? About six. Why the landlord chased us out. And the Lord told me, Don't even pray for them. Get only 30,000 and give it to her. Partaker of grace. I got 30K and I told her, I see this money. This money is not to buy for you lunch. No. It is going to give you every amount of money you need to get out of here. (laughs) After one month, she was a millionaire in Ugandan shillings. millionaire and I mean millionaire not jokes millionaire like millionaire up to today she still has money she waves at me and says musumba Musumba. you understand but you see you have to get to a point where no this is a faith thing you understand it has to be of faith and it will be of grace everything you do you have the ability to transfer why because men can be partakers of your grace somebody say I have something upon my life that men will partake of Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say, I have something Amen. in my spirit Amen. that men will partake of Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody say, I need a job. Just give them 2,000. I tell them, this one, don't throw it away. There's another lady one time I gave 1,000 shillings. I told her, this one never... Never put it out of this bag. My goodness. There was no day she didn't get money from then on. She was testifying the other day. Do you know how much money I have? She can't throw it away. Why? Because it's a point of contact. Now, do you understand? It's a point of contact. Me, that's what I believe. If you don't believe it, that's your problem. She's an a You understand? I didn't call you. Jesus did. Are you hearing me? But that's how I believe. That men must partake of the grace upon my life. Because I'm in the overflow. You have to get to a point where your life overflows. Because when it overflows, you just realize people start to receive. Simply. You understand? They shake your hand and receive. You understand? They just mention. You understand something about you. Why? Because in him you live. In him you move. In him you have your own being. Listen. If Saul can prophesy by being around a bunch of prophets... If, listen, Saul could prophesy by just being around prophets. What about you? How can, that's why if you're poor, stop hanging around poor people. You have a group of girls, you meet over lunch, all of you are not yet married. You understand? Get married women in the group. You need the anointing. But you're all single girls. All of you telling each other problems on the table. Join I'm for me. Peter abused me. Can you believe what James told me? Jason doesn't care anymore. Now get
1: married, people around you.
0: I know poor men who hang around poor people. They are just simply poor because they are around poor people. Poor people don't have ideas, they don't have concepts, they don't dream, they don't have nothing. And then you wake up in the morning and then you call a poor buddy, hello, where are you? And then the anointing starts to mingle. <laughs> then you ask yourself why you're not. Even in school, we used, people used to sit around us because we were clever. tell your neighbor, surround yourself around wise men. <laughs> now for you, you're, you're around weak people, everything, everything for you want to be around, then you get into p- those poor pity parties, you understand? You, you, you serve, those ones are rich, you understand? For us, we are here, for them, they are up there, then you start cursing them. You, you those people, they are there, for them, we are, also, we are here. Let them, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Bad company. (laughs) That's the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. If you're a pastor and you have 20 members in church, make friends with a pastor who has more than a thousand. (laughs) Don't be in pastor's meetings of 20 people every time. For us, we are. No. 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 to be a millionaire, hang around somebody who has handled millions. (laughs) Nay, you, you're poor. You're swinging around poor people. For us, we are poor. you for you, huh? The Bible says, the Bible says that I am come that you might have life and life to the fullest. Tomorrow you enjoy life. Next week you enjoy life next month you enjoy life the other month you enjoy life you come out of one thing, you enter another you see some people say and, and, and i don't and i have a problem with christians who have wrong lives. there are christians who simply have wrong life salvation is not easy the life of god is hard you have to be careful not all that griters is court, you have to be careful Everything you have to. You have to you, so there are people who are always careful. Let me tell you something. I would not planned to say this. Proverbs 15 15. Let me show you something. Let me go there for somebody's sake. Here. Read. All the days of the afflicted are. Read it again. All the days of the afflicted are evil. You know what that means? When you recognize in your spirit that you're afflicted, you'll attract evil. You know people who are always, compl- me, you know for us, we have, have suffered, have suffered, why me? Why me Lord, why me? I have gone through, you understand? For them they think, somebody can come to me and tell me, me have never been happy in my life. <laughs> that means they are cautious of affliction. Me have never been happy in my life, everything that happens just dies. <laughs> And, and, and you cannot pray for them not to be un, 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 unafflicted. Forgive the grammar. Lubega. You understand? Listen. When you are conscious of affliction, you'll attract evil. And when you attract evil, you'll come out of one problem and enter another. When your child stops getting sick, your husband will get sick. After your husband gets sick, your brother gets an accident. After that, your sister gets in prison. You you'll come out of one problem going into another. Why? Because you're conscious of affliction. But the Bible says, "But he that is of a merry heart, ay 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 ay." ay, ay,
1: ay, ay. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible says, "He that is of a merry." Is you have a continual this every day you have a party
0: <laughs> even when things happen and they are not right wake up and force yourself to be happy <laughs> stand in the mirror in the morning when you have just woken up and say I am
1: happy
2: woo, 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 woo,
1: woo, woo, woo. force yourself
0: happy day oh happy day you you, you have to be happy every day you wake up happy okay? situations might have happened that that, that bring issues around you yes, don't regard what is happening create joy in your spirit
1: create joy in your spirit
0: that is why David wakes up and then he starts to fear something in his spirit he says, hey, he asks his soul, why? Why are you downcast? Why? What's wrong with you? Hope in the Lord. Hope in the Lord. Hope in the Lord. Hope in the Lord. But what does that mean? For I shall yet praise him. For the help of his countenance. That's what you tell your soul. But you, you look at people. Who just wake up and they're sad in the morning, they have many problems. You notice people now, for them, they can wake up and you say good morning. You didn't quarrel at night, you didn't talk anything. They went to bed, happy you watched a movie together, but the next morning. They never come out of problems They never come out of problems They never come out of problems They never They never Because the thing that makes their conscience Attached To that sadness And that low esteem and continence That that is low Usually attracts more evil than you ever expect That is why every morning Force yourself to be happy Exercise it every day you'll go to bed happy you'll have feasts in the morning feasts in the afternoon God said feasts he didn't say breakfast he said feasts he didn't say lunch he said feasts he didn't say trampo he said feasts he didn't say passing one paper continual feasts somebody say I'm happy happy. touch the neighbor next and also tell him, darling I'm happy I feel so happy. I'm going to go to bed happy Mugambi and I'm going to wake up happy in the name of Jesus. I have learned in the morning to excite myself. You understand? I wake up in the morning on my bed and then I start to dance. You understand? I just start to dance. You understand? Because I know something is going to knock me at midday. Something is going to run into me at 4. Something is going to enter me at 5 pm. The miracle is coming. I don't know where it's going to come from. But I'm persuaded that he that is of a merry heart is going to have a continual I'm happy. I just I just dance dances of joy in the morning, you understand? When I'm alone and nobody is watching me, I start my dance alone. Why? I think I say and the So
1: tired Wake up happy.
2: Tell your neighbor, wake up happy. a time
0: i woke up in the morning and you know what i was telling god (laughs) i said i have this feeling you are going to surprise me i forced myself (laughs) some of you don't understand (laughs) you remember when we were children you had a young brother you could say carly that guy is generous he's going to give me some (laughs) childlike faith I told God, "Eh, I have this strange feeling you're going to make me happy. I don't know. I don't know why, but I I feel you're going to amaze me. What what are you going to do? Tell me. And that day, he indeed made me happy. (laughs) If it doesn't work tomorrow, do it another day. If it doesn't work on Saturday, do it on Sunday. The day it works to be the beginning of eating. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, so we see that the ministration of condemnation came with a glory. Then he said, But there's a ministration which is of righteousness, it produces. And fosters right living and right standing with God right standing means that before God you're right when you ask for something you're right when you cancel something you're right when you say this go you're right when you say come this you're right For all things in Christ are here and they are made. That justification is what produces the multi or manifold graces of God in your life. Because everything in him is here and amen unto the glory of God. It's possible to get everything you want in God. Ah, it is not easy. Why? Because you began the wrong way. The way you began it, you began it the hard way. Let me tell you, if a man has become born again and we minister from day one freedom, look at such men, their lives are very fast. That is why for us, God could not allow us to learn from certain men. People ask, where was he? I could not sit under certain men. God couldn't allow me. Do you know I looked at some people who had been in the gospel and every year they looked worse than they were last year. Preachers <laughs> look funny. You understand? The guy has patches in the, in the trouser. The shoes like this. And he says, okay, I'm a guru. No, I said no. I said, God, can't a man go to heaven with a green trouser and a nice
2: shoe.
0: The Bible says that he that did not withhold his son, will he not, with his son, give you all things? As I say, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How? Listen, read. Ah, amplify it, amplify it, amplify it. Romans 8:32. Read one, two, three, let's go. Uh-huh. He who did not withhold or spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, will he not also with him freely and graciously give us all other sins? Some people say, ah, as long as you have Jesus, even if, as long as I go to heaven now, me I don't care whether I don't don't eat food, whether I am not, uh, (laughs) no, no. 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 I'll pack my ML and go to heaven. In the name of Jesus. For so I had fainted. If I had not believed. To see the goodness of the Lord. In the land of the living. 100% on us. 100% in heaven. Plus persecution. It's okay. Let it come. Let it come. That's what the Bible says. Let it come. He says, but he shall receive what? Soma poverty. Read. He shall receive what hundredfold. Give me the message of that. Give me the message of that. We'll lose out. They'll get it back. Uh huh. But multiplied many times in what? In homes. Don't have one home. In what? Brothers, don't have two brothers only. In what? Sisters. In what? In mothers, in what? Children and what also in what? Persecution. And the bonus of eternal life. It's okay. Let them persecute you. Hey! Persecution is okay. If you're not persecuted for what is wrong, it's okay. May I accept it? And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Let them persecute you. Some of you in a few months from now, you're going to be driving cars that your education could not give... going to be dry sleeping in houses that your mothers didn't build your relatives don't know let them say what they want to say may I receive it? Hey, Some of you that will start to tell you ah you 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 are a prostitute. Yes, I'm a prostitute. that's the truth. I'm a prostitute. Come and I also take you where I sell myself. It is on Thursday at 5:30. It's about time they talk about you. You see, let me tell you something. A friend of mine came and they told me, Apostle, I'm too frustrated. People are talking about me. They're talking about evil things about me. Things I never did. Things I never, I never even did them. I look at the said, look, 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 look. Don't even cry. You are shaming God. I told him you are shaming God. Let me explain to you. The Bible says, don't take it strange if diverse trials and temptations and persecutions come. From. For He says, for the spirit of glory and the spirit of Christ. Rests upon you. If you didn't have that spirit. If you didn't have that spirit. Of glory. Upon you. Men would not have talked about you. Give me that scripture. Give me that scripture. Give me that scripture. Aha. Uh-huh. You're going to love it in the message. Read in the message bible. Aha. Uh-huh. Read. If you are abused. Because of Christ count yourself fortunate it is the spirit of God and his glory in you that brought you to the notice
1: of others it is what brought you there if you didn't have the glory of
0: God upon you they would not have said evil things about you where does a Mukama
1: tell him Lord thank you that people notice me noticing them noticing me
0: Nobody notices you. Nobody knows whether you came, they don't know whether you slept, whether you ate, whether you went out, or whether you're not. No, you should be noticed. Tell somebody you should be noticed. You must be
1: noticed. Glory, 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 glory.
0: I was seated somewhere and people were talking and they know I was hearing, they was saying, there's a young man called Apostle Grace, me I was hearing you understand, they said to say some things about me, they ain't got me inside, I'm like this <laughs> they said bad things about me but I went out and said wow baby <laughs> they noticed that I'm there they even knew they were going to talk about you how can you be in a company and they don't know that you're there how can you live in Nadia and they don't know that there's a rich guy around how can you live in Chisasi and they don't know that there's a healing machine How? take heed you're going to become too popular they'll put you in newspapers when you have not told them to put you there The other day, we intercepted a book. Some guy is writing about me. I said, Wow. I'm deep. There was a time they didn't even know the spelling of our names. <laughs> what does the next verse say? If they are on you because you broke the law, disturb peace. That's a different matter. But if it's because you're a Christian, don't give it a second thought. Be proud of the distinguished status reflected in that name. Be proud. Be proud. Be proud. Be proud. proud. They might speak evil about you. But if in your heart you know you're innocent Just understand Chicola If if you have not yet given the devil Headache, I want to pray for you today That you go out and you're giving Hey, you don't understand what I'm saying I refuse to be normal I refuse to be normal I refuse to be normal I can't be normal I don't even feel no more. I don't even feel no more. Me, mean when I feel myself? I don't feel no more. I feel inside there's something. Don't you feel it? Even you. You are deep, you are wise, you are anointed, you are above, not beneath, you are more than a conqueror by Christ who strengthens you. Great is he who is in you than the devil in the world. The lines have fallen unto you in prison places. You have a goodly heritage. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above that which you ask or dare to seek. It's suicide. Me, I'm different. Tell your neighbor, me, I'm different. You sit on a border, border. And the border, border man tells you, hey, my friend, poverty is too much in Kampala. You tell him it is in your border, you. You don't know who you're carrying. You don't know who you're carrying. But some Christians join the poverty anti the government, hey, continue your fist. Don't kill my fist. I say don't kill my fist. Continue your fist. Now let's finish this. Give me a few minutes and we'll wrap this. So. You are. So. Listen. So when I understood the ministry of men who promise freedom but they themselves are in bondage because they began in epignosis but then they flip back into the pollution of the false teachings in the church and before you know that Christians are the most beggarly they are the weakest they strive in everything let me tell you It shall be known that in Fanero our things come easy.
2: They come easy.
0: They come easy. Don't think we don't seek God, but we don't seek God for things anymore. We seek Him for who He is, eternal life. To know the one true God and His only Son, Jesus. Uh, Or maybe, maybe, uh, you have to take 50 days of fasting and prayer. That's their problem. It's not ours. You always tell yourself, My stuff comes easy. <laughs> yes, get spoiled. Get spoiled. You're a child of the king. You're known Kamuko You've read enough books. You've done enough jobs. Uh, spoil yourself also. In the name of Jesus. So, let's go to the downer pit. Now, he gets to the point where he says, Because of that veil, every time Moses is read, the Bible says their eyes are covered. Now, that veil, okay, is the place where revelation and understanding are covered. Because where revelation is not, redemption is not. That's why the Bible calls revelation God's redemptive power. The power of God to redeem is in the spirit of revelation. Are you with me? So if the spirit of revelation is not working in the life of a Christian, you cannot see God. Hallelujah. You cannot see God. Now, the Bible says, Where there is no vision, no redemptive revelation of God, the people perish. Okay? Now let's go back. So their eyes became blinded, and Moses, every time Moses was read, they became blind, they became blind, they became blind, they became blind. Are you with me? Now he says that when the ministration of the spirit came, things changed. You understand? The only challenge that when they were speaking in Moses' time, the Bible says they knew not that that veil is done away in Christ. You understand? When when a man enters Jesus Christ, the veils are done away with. You understand? You see, there are many veils in church, and they're in the name of tradition. There are many things in the body of Christ today that are veils, but they're in the name of what? Tradition. I'll give an example. <laughs> Worshippers. <laughs> no, look at worship. Look at worship. The standard line of worship is, listen. Huh? One time I was hearing a Christian singing, Come go with me behind the veil. So that means they're in worship. Huh? Come on and go with me They are going behind the veil. Come come on. They have veils. Come. Did you understand? They they have veils. So they are taking men behind the veil. (laughs) You understand? (laughs) They go behind the veil. Then take my hand and I'll lead you there. Come go with me behind the veil. Because in his presence we'll find prevail. Why? Because the, the veil is here. They go in the presence of God. Then after that they come out. You understand? They have veils. You understand? They have veils. Some of them even are far from the veil. They're in the outer court. As I come into your presence. Past the gate of praise. Into your... So, so, they... they so after worship is done they say "Welcome back from They go behind the veil and they come Listen, The veil is done away in Christ I say the veil is done away in Christ But I've seen that even worshippers In their preparation In their preparations They act like they're trying to To, to go behind a certain veil In the presence of God who, who told you to put veils? The Bible says that the veil was rent in two-two. That is what the Bible says. That means that 24-7 you and I have access. Do you realize when the Bible says now the Lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty. Do you know that word translated as liberty is access? Where the spirit of God is there is Access. There is access. There is license to get everything. Why? Because the Lord is that spirit. And where that spirit is, you don't need to go through veils. You don't need to go through the first level to the second level to access God. No. He has cleared that way between you and him. That means in any form of worship, don't create veils for God. Don't create veils for God. Don't create veils for God. Moses had a reason too. Why? Because he didn't want to see the diminishing. That you, want, you want to see them when a man covers he means there are parts of me that become human and I don't want you to see those parts now for us that glory abides permanent, so we have no reason to cover because there will never be a part men look at us as men we shall always look like children of God I don't know that you understand what I'm saying In every scene, we shall always look like children of God. We shall be different. In every circumstance, you'll have something on you that will prove that you're more than a man. Now, and that is when I realized that men who have not understood grace cannot really have liberty in the spirit. Because the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. That means that we have access. And now, when that access comes, the Bible says in the next verse, "And we all, with open faces, with no veils on our faces, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, we are metamorphosed into the same image, from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord." Read the Amplified. Read Amplified. He says, uh-huh. "But all of us, as with unveiled face, because we've." continued to behold in the word. Because we've continued not to fast and pray and get it. No. Because we've continued to behold in the word. Like when you continue to attend service, you're praying every day, you're listening to the scriptures, you're reading the word. He says that you continue to behold in the word of God as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. You are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, which is that spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, because of the grace revealed to us, we are moving into a dimension, we are moving into a realm, we are entering a story, we are entering a degree, we are entering a place where men are not going to be able to define us anymore. Why? Because we shall carry his very own image with a depth of glory and splendor like eye has not seen, ear has not heard. And because we have unveiled faces, Everything is revealed to us. Apocalypsis, Everything is revealed to us. When a man is in that dispensation, the spirit of revelation walks so deeply within. him. The reason why I'm saying that is the law kept us from having a deep relationship with God in the spirit. For God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. But they must carry the understanding of he is spiritually. Everything you see physically is brought about by things you don't see. For the things that you see are temporal. But the things that you don't see, they are eternal. It's about time men start to to sweep from what is eternal and manifest it on the earth. Every day God should use you to get stuff that men can't see. To bring it in the sin world. Because that is how and that is what it means to walk in the spirit. The Bible says, many have received the spirit but they walk not therein. The spirit world is supposed to be an adventure. The Bible says walk ye in Zion. Look at the bulwarks. Consider the citadels. For if thou shalt do that. He says you shall have a message for your generation. The reason why certain people can't minister to this generation. Is because there are certain places they have not walked. But if they start to walk in Zion. If they understand that we are of Zion, if they understand that we carry a place, a city that is built of God, it is founded of God. He says, "Walk about Zion and go round about her. Tell the towers there of mighty well her bulwarks. Consider her palaces. Listen that she may tell it to the generation following." There is no way you can have a message for the next generation if you have not walked certain places. The total sum of the places we've walked in God is the total sum of the places we shall reveal to men. You can't take men where you've not been. you hearing me it's about time listen I, i feel the church is moving into a place where men are going to have experience upon experience upon experience upon experience because the spirit of god gives us liberties to access the very spirit of liberty is giving you the grace to behold god all dimensions of the spirits revealed to you you're not going to see god in one way you're not going to see god in two dimensions you're going to behold all the dimensions of the spirit you'll function on the earthly time and heavenly time you'll function in the earthly mind and heavenly minds everything around you is going to start drawing a correlation of somebody who's not just usy, but there's something about you that men will look at and then they'll start to say no there's something on this woman that is different From the men that walk the surface of this earth. Now the Lord is that spirit. He's that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is. There is access. You have access. The Bible says you receive not the spirit of this world. But the spirit which is of God. That you might know the things that were given. Freely given unto you by God. But these things that we carry freedom. Freely given unto us. He has also given us the right to access them. To access them. That means things are going to start coming easy. As illumination comes in your spirit. Apocalypse is upon you. Why? Because you don't behold with veils. There is no point where certain things will be hid When the Lord is releasing stuff. No. Every time he releases stuff. Your eyes are going to be open to see. And when you see. You will know. And when you know. You will produce results. For you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free now I see men to whom God is giving access can you start to receive it now can you start to receive it now freedom to access the things of God freedom to access the things of God freedom to access the things of God start to receive it now freedom to access the things of God freedom
1: to access I see the Lord
0: See veils Of men I see men see with open face The Bible says in Corinthians 9 He says am I not an apostle Have I not seen The Lord Jesus This is Paul He says have I not seen the Lord Jesus He says am I not an apostle Am I not free Have I not seen the Lord Jesus? Because there is a freedom that comes and the man starts to see Christ. He's not talking about Christ in the physical. He's talking about Christ in the spirit. Because when the calling of God is upon your life and freedom comes, you see Christ. And you produce fruit. He says, am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen the Lord Christ? Are ye not my work in the Lord? That's a pattern. You're free to see the Lord, and He uses you to change many. I count up to three. Something is falling in this building. One, two, three. Receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Receive it right now in the name of Jesus.
1: My eyes.
2: See my King.
0: Hello, the throne. There's somebody here saying, God, I want to see visions. I release the grace right now upon your life are about to see and experience personally the Lord Jesus. I see in this meeting that Jesus is appearing to some individuals. I see that the world of the spirit is open to you some of you are starting to see the angelics you're going to see how many angels are
2: here there
0: are 13 prophets in this room God is taking you places. God is taking you places. Deeper than just interpreting the mysteries of men.
1: You are about to see things.
0: <laughs> 13 of you. Holy Spirit. See God and remain the same No man can see God and remain the same May your life change
1: May your life change May your life change May your life change
0: There is somebody here. You have been saying God I am hungry. I am hungry to experience you. There it goes.
1: There it goes. There it goes. Thank you Lord Jesus. There it goes.
0: Is literally going to make you forget what you've been. (laughs) You're starting another chapter in your life. You're going a place you've never been before. You're literally going to forget the man and woman you've been. It's mine. Say I receive it. In the name of Jesus. If you're sick. God is healing you now. There's somebody you came with a painful knee. Put up your hand. I feel you're healed now. There's somebody, your knee has been healed now. Put up your hand. There's somebody, your knee has been healed now. Right now, you check it. Check it. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Come, come and testify. I feel God is healing somebody. There is somebody. You have a swelling in your breast. You came with a swelling in your breast. Check yourself now. If you don't find it. Put up your hand now. And come and justify. There is somebody. Check your breast. You came with a swelling in your breast. It's disappearing right now. It's disappearing right now. Where are you? Your breast. You came with a swelling. But you are checking it right now. And it's not there. Put up your hand and I see you. You the one? You're still there? I'm looking for somebody who feels it has gone. Come, 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 come. Come. Raise your hands. Come and testify. I feel there's somebody your swelling is disappearing. Check yourself if you came with a swelling. I feel it's disappearing right now.
2: Go. Go. Go.
0: Go. 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 Somebody check your breast. I feel somebody's getting healed. There's a swelling disappearing right now. Check yourself. Check yourself. Your armpits, check yourself. Check yourself. Are you the one? Are you the one? Has it gone? Has it gone? Come and tell us how long it has been. How long has it been? Mike, put on this mic. God, Amen.
1: I've been having a solemn mass in my, my right breast, but now it has gone. Hallelujah. <laughs> 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 <Ay-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya>. <laughs> now the
0: Lord is that spirit. And where that spirit is, healing is present. Deliverance is present. That is what God is going to do to your death are going to disappear in the name of Jesus. That is what God is going to do in your marriage. He's going to make whatever has been frustrating it disappear. Like that lamp has disappeared. Things are going to disappear. You're going to look back and see them no more. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Give me only two minutes. We're going to finish.
2: I came when my knee was paining and leg all together. And I thank God this is my first thing in Nero
0: I'm here. Isn't the Lord wonderful? Yes. Praise yes. Jesus. Yes. I'm calling him want a Chance. I got an accident on Wednesday and I had a wound on my knees and I came when I was sleeping. But right now i can thinking. Like hey, 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 hey. Listen. I literally feel viruses leave somebody's body. Bacteria. Somebody have been having a chest cough that has refused to go. Right now in the name of Jesus. That cough leaves you now. That cough leaves you now. That cough leaves you now. Somebody have been having a pain in your left ear. Right, sorry. Your ear has been paining in the right. Where are you? Where are you? Are you feeling the pain now or it has gone? It has gone. Praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Eh? Give her the mic, let us speak. Is it there? Tell us. Oh my god. Tell us. It's gone. It's gone. Tell your neighbor in Fanero things happen easy. Tell them in Fanero things happen easy. What did we do? Did we put effort to it? No. No. That is how your debts will go. That is how issues will live your life. Easy. Easy. Praise God. I want you to walk out of this room with the knowledge that these swellings disappearing out of people's bodies are just a testimony of what has happened to what frustrates the dew a few minutes ago. This week you're going to give a testimony. This coming week you're going to give a testimony. Freedom.
1: Listen, if you're here and you've never given your life to Christ, you also had a swelling. It's gone. Go in a chute. The swelling has disappeared off his thigh
0: <laughs> Now the Lord is that spirit. <laughs> that spirit. Hallelujah. Now, if you're here and you've never given your life to Christ and you want Jesus now, accept the Lord that spirit. Put up your hand and we lead you to a confession prayer. You say, I want to be born again. Put up. I see a hand there. God bless you, darling. I see another one in the back. God bless you. Say, I want to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Put up your hand. I want to see it high. I want to see it high. You're entering Good Friday, a good person. Hallelujah anybody else hallelujah i see another hand there god bless you my brother praise god put it out put it out put it out now i want you to repeat this word after me say lord jesus i believe with my heart that you died and rose again that you're my savior and my lord amen the message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. Venero, Make Manifest.